Welcome to Positivity Strategist, a podcast that injects a good deal of optimism and possibility into your life at home and at work. Conversations with thought leaders and everyday people shine the light on what works and amplifies those everyday micro moments of positivity, irrespective of what else is going on. You'll be energized by lots of practical tips, inspiring you to live a truly satisfying and meaningful life. Today, my guest is Jade, best known as Jade Inspiration of the Ride On Baby, the Inner Growth Show podcast. In my conversation with Jade today, Jade talks about her work, her own healing process, and how she's now inspiring others. Listen in to a preview with Jade. Embrace who you are. Embrace your light. Allow yourself to grow on the inside so that the beauty of loving yourself, the beauty of accepting yourself, trusting yourself, and living your authentic self can shine out into the world because how you feel about yourself inside is reflected out. So the most important aspect of joy, of being happy, of being fulfilled really is how you feel about yourself. But first... Don't forget, we have our Positivity Lens Reframe segment. I do this each week as a way to strengthen our positivity muscle and to hone our ability to view people and situations through multiple lenses. Remember, what you focus on grows. Now, last week's Positivity Lens activity on positivitystrategist.com slash PS23 came out of my interview with documentary filmmaker Michelle Mitchell. Michelle is an agent of positive social change. I invited you to think about how aware are you of the privileges in your life? What do you really take for granted when in fact you're really blessed? For example, life itself, loving relationships, healthy food, access to information, Medicine, technology, transportation and education, these are all privileges because every time you can choose, it's a privilege. And then I ask you to think about what's your impact in your community? What are you publishing in your life that has a positive influence on you and others? And third, where are you vulnerable so that by showing it, you're breaking down barriers and creating heartfelt and loving connection with others. And now to this week's show. Today it's my real pleasure to welcome Jade Inspiration to my show. And you're listening to PositivityStrategist.com slash PS24. Jade, I welcome you. And thanks so much for this opportunity for us to spend this time together today and explore some topics. Absolutely, Robin. I've been looking forward to this. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Jade, you're no stranger to podcasting because you've got your own show, Right On Baby, The Inner Growth Show. And as well as being a very popular podcaster, my lovely guest Jade is a life coach. She's an inspirational speaker and a certified law of attraction practitioner. Jade describes herself as a spiritual seeker and a serial entrepreneur. And Jade, those last two descriptions actually resonate with me. (laughs) So Jade's mission is to share her inspiring messages of going from struggles to triumphs, 
and how our innate human spirit can rise above our past conditioning and subconscious blocks so that we can create the life we desire from the inside out. Jade left a 22-year corporate career and a six-digit income and the so-called career stability to pursue this new mission. And so, Jade, I'd love us to start this conversation by if you would share with us what was pulling you, what was pulling at you a few years ago to move towards something new and something different Wow, that's a great question, Robin, because back in 2006, I was definitely in the middle of an amazing career. I was moving upward in the corporate world, in product development, in marketing, and I was also very unhappy. In fact, I was not fulfilled by what I was doing. I wasn't enjoying what I was doing, nor was I feeling that it was suiting my purpose in life. Though I was very successful and very prolific and very, very good at what I did. I wasn't feeling like I was accomplishing what I was supposed to do. So I wasn't being my authentic self within that realm. And so it developed a tremendous amount of unhappiness for me to where Friday, Friday would come around. I would be in such despair because I knew Monday was coming that my weekend was just miserable. I mean, I was just so unhappy. I was getting sick a lot. I was not enjoying life in any way because I wasn't putting forth the positive energies that I wanted to. And I wasn't creating a positive life for myself. I was just trying to go with the flow of what society was, you know, usually about. It's about having a job nine to five and doing what you're supposed to do. So for me, what really prompted me was my tremendous unhappiness with my life. I could not stand it anymore. I couldn't stand the Los Angeles traffic. I couldn't stand what I was doing because it really wasn't tapping into my real, authentic, creative self. And it always came to mind because my dear, my dear late mother would always tell me that all she really wanted for me was to be happy. And I was approximately, hmm, how old was I? I was in my, I would say early forties when I made the big jump and just quit my job. (laughs) I just said, I'm done. I can't do this anymore. I really went by faith and my own faith in myself and my desire to really let go of the shoulda, couldas and was willing to jump into the unknown and create a life that I really wanted. Yeah, I'm hearing a lot of strengths in you um, as you describe that. And one of the ones that jump out at me is your courage to do that. Was it courageous? Am I, is that a correct assumption on my part? Well, thank you, Robin. I, I certainly appreciate that description. And I think for me and, and for a lot of people I know, it was actually pretty crazy. I mean, <laughs> a pretty crazy thing to do to leave a secure position where I was, you know, earning a six digit income and there was tremendous growth opportunities in that company and to leave that to develop an unknown path. And it could be considered kind of like unreasonable, kind of like 
doesn't make sense to many, a lot of, a lot of people. But I think because my mother instilled in me the importance of joy, the importance of happiness, that if you're not happy, money doesn't mean anything. You know, if you're not happy, you know, prosperity or recognition or even fame doesn't really hit home. And we've seen that in many famous people. So I think grasping onto that understanding was very important to me. So courage definitely was a part of that decision because I did have to have the courage to have faith in myself and in what my inner being was telling me. And so it's also trusting your intuition, your inner being that you're saying, right? Absolutely, which is extremely important. And I think throughout my corporate life, throughout my life, and I'm sure a lot of people can relate, is that we forget to listen to our heart. You know, we we forget to listen to our our authentic self telling us what we truly need and want in our lives because we are so busy wanting to fit in to society as it is. There's no doubt that we have our spiritual life and our human life, and we do have to live within the society of this physical world. Because of that, sometimes we learn to not listen to our intuitive nudges. We have to look at, well, this is what I'm supposed to be or supposed to do, rather than, you know what, this is what I was made to do, or this is how my heart feels I should proceed through life. Mm. And another thing too I'm hearing through this, Jade, is that when you started speaking, you said that you were very successful in your career, that when you made this choice to move away, that you were perceived as crazy, <laughs> that um, that you felt that you were not fitting in and that you weren't happy I'm hearing there's the expectation that society, families, co-workers, the media, education and all these structures in our society say this is what success and happiness looks like and yet it wasn't congruent. You were not aligned with those kinds of expectations. Precisely. And so what I would love to pursue now is You know, that 22-year corporate career was certainly worth something. And you had high points and you had low points, like all of us. But there were some strengths and talents that you took out of that 22-year career to now start pursuing the life that you wanted. So what are some of those strengths and talents and learnings that helped you establish your new entrepreneurial life and also progress your own spiritual growth? I love that question, Robin. You're so insightful because... Absolutely. All our experiences and all the skills that we learn through our past really gets us ready for now. It sets us up to understand more about our abilities so that we can apply them to our life purpose. And I believe that's exactly what had happened throughout my life and my corporate career to where I learned many aspects of marketing, many aspects of creative development, along with communication skills that absolutely have taken me into a more successful entrepreneurial career. So I agree that being able to work with others in the corporate environment was important to transfer into my life as a life coach, as, a, as, as an inspirational speaker, along with other talents that, and skills that I had learned, I apply today in my, in my entrepreneurial life. 
And it's so important that we remember that, right? So that we really acknowledge that our life progresses and that on the way there are many learnings and there are many highs and there are many lows, but it's what how we make sense of it and develop that. So, you know, it is about this evolution of our own path, our own growth. So what's the greatest joy for you now in the work that you do? You know, one of the greatest joys in the work I do now is not only do I have the freedom to really expand on not my not only my own internal growth, but also to help others. You know, I grew up with, in a, a very traumatic environment in my childhood. And of course, in my adulthood, I've gone through a tremendous amount of trauma also. And it has been my desire and my purpose to learn how to best cope with the past experiences that have caused us pain so that they are no longer blocks to move us forward with our life. And a lot of the times our experiences cause us to be fearful of taking a risk or going outside of our comfort zone. And yes, my greatest joy is being able to apply what I've learned in my healing and allowing my past to be a learning experience rather than a hindrance that has taught me more to be fearful of my thoughts or not trust my instincts to learn how to enjoy who I am and trust my instincts and enjoy the nudges that certain emotional nudges give me. So I think right now it's extremely gratifying working with people and coaching them through and helping them to surpass the blocks and fears that they have developed in their past. Maybe the greatest joy that you have in your work right now is being you? Absolutely. It's a tremendous amount of freedom when you're not trying to be somebody you're not right? Mm-hmm. And I think for me is, I, you know, I'm a little quirky. I, I, I enjoy joking. I enjoy laughing. And I enjoy being around people who also have a very positive attitude. And for me, that's who I am. And I think over the years and through my childhood, I learned that, you know, you don't speak unless you're spoken to. I didn't want to speak out. I didn't want to express who I truly was. Because when I did that as a child, I learned that it was not appropriate. And there were consequences to speaking out. Therefore, I took with me that instinctual habit of not not shining my light. Mm. And that caused tremendous amount of energy blocks within me. And that comes out in my attitude, my emotions, my intellect, and my physical being. Mm. So I think... Being myself really has helped me a lot. In fact, it, it's also a cornerstone of being an inspirational speaker because it is a process of shining your light and helping people and expressing to people various ways to heal themselves that it is a way of growth for me to learn that shining my light is as beautiful as anything that can happen to me. Yeah, so is telling your own story the inspiration for people? Say a little bit more about that. You know, if you, as a speaker, what is your message of inspiration? You know, my message of inspiration is that truly we are not so much afraid of failure, although that definitely is a fear for many people, and it's a very real fear. But I believe that because of our innate strength and empowered spirit, we have the absolute ability to accomplish anything that we desire. And because of that, 
we're more afraid of how powerful we really are. Mm. And because of this innate powerful being that each one of us is, to harness that, be responsible for it, and allow it to flow out can be a little scary, right? So I think my message is embrace who you are, embrace your light, allow yourself to grow on the inside so that the beauty of loving yourself, the beauty of accepting yourself, trusting yourself, and living your authentic self can shine out into the world because how you feel about yourself inside is reflected out. So the most important aspect of joy, of being happy, of being fulfilled really is how you feel about yourself. But you also learn how to not trust your instincts because everybody's already telling you how to be. Wow, yeah. So when that happens, in our adulthood, we come to a roadblock to where, you know, I don't feel like I'm good enough. I don't feel like I can trust my instincts. It's because of what we learned habitually in our past that lives in our subconscious minds. So what's really powerful is in our awareness of how we're feeling. So if we're feeling kind of stuck, I don't know which way to go. I don't know whether to quit my job or change my job. I don't know whether to move to Siberia or stay here in California. What it, what do I need? But it's an uncomfortable feeling. And with your awareness, you can explore what this uncomfortable feeling means, where it's coming from, where the root is. And often it is from a childhood experience where you learn something that was negative, that wasn't right for you in this moment. Because obviously when we're, we're children, we don't have the capabilities of really understanding and comprehending the way we can as adults but yet it affects us as adults. Now, not, not everybody has a traumatic you know, childhood experience. Sometimes a traumatic experience that affects us right now could have happened yesterday. It really depends on our interpretation of. So it has a lot to do with our thought processes. Something bad happens. Is our immediate focus to find out how bad it is or is our immediate focus to look at it and, and find out what, does what, what have I learned from this experience rather than making it something that you define yourself by? Well, that would imply having a certain degree of conscious awareness about this and having not the childhood interpretation that you might have had at the age of five versus the mature adult view that you might have at the age of 35. There's those two things, you know, depending on whether, and maybe this is the work that you're doing how you shift from continuing to be locked into that five-year-old memory of it as opposed to now I it's now 30 years later and I have matured and now I have an adult response to that same kind of trigger that happens in me. Absolutely. And it's about changing the subconscious because the subconscious is where your memories are stored. So it's all about consciously developing and um, consistently moving through your subconscious thoughts and creating a more positive view of what truly happened in the moment. And that, and that, that there's many modalities to do that. And, and that's what I teach in my life coaching. That's what I teach in my speaking. And that's what I do with my own life. You know, we, if we change the way we look at something, then what we look at changes. Absolutely. Yeah. So Jade, uh, you're a certified law of attraction practitioner, and I'd love you to share more about how that works. Well, the law of attraction has four steps to it. One, know what you want. 
Two, believe you can have it or that you have it now. Three, take the actions you need to take to get what you want. And four is to receive and accept with gratitude that you received it. So the most important point of the three steps is your action steps. Mm -hmm. And your action steps, the path, the things you do will come to you as far as which ones are the right ones through your intuitive nudges. Mm-hmm. Which which really relates to what I did in my corporate life. By leaving my corporate life, I realized that I wasn't going to get what I wanted through working in that particular job or in that particular industry. Because I knew I wanted to be happy. I knew I could be happy. And I knew I could take the actions required to create a happy life. And now that I'm living it, I'm so grateful and I am very fulfilled. But I had to take that action. I had to make the decision. I had to develop a new career that I really loved and work that career, do the things that it takes to build that business. So action steps really are important because it comes from knowing what you want, knowing you can have it, which gives you the positive energy and impetus to move forward to take action on your on your heart's desires and knowing that receiving will be the conclusion the aspect that you are desiring yeah that makes great sense because i agree with you that nothing happens unless you take action I mean, you can make a decision, you can have a dream, you can have a vision, but unless you put in the work and take the action, it's very unlikely that you will move in that direction of what your greatest, your greatest desire or your dream is. And I love that the way that you said that when you were in your corporate role, you began to think about the, some of the steps that you could take to move beyond that. And there's an amazing principle in appreciative inquiry called the anticipatory principle. And that is that you begin to anticipate the kinds of things that you might need to start bringing into the situation, designing for your life in order to be able to get to your dream state. Absolutely, absolutely. Mm. So what other influences have there been um, in your life that now allows you to be an inspirational speaker and a life coach? Perhaps other books or studies or worldviews that you'd like to share with us, Jade? Well, there's many things and and there's not enough time in in the day for us to really talk about so many ways I've learned to help not only heal myself but also to you know, move forward with my life with more courage, more more understanding and, you know, more joy, which is really important for all of us. But I think the first touch I've had with self-improvement was when I received my first self-improvement book. And it was by Wayne Dyer called Your Erroneous Zones. Mm-hmm. And it was like a breakthrough moment for me. And I was about 17 in high school. So that book remains very important to me in my life, the way he spoke of living your authentic self. And he, Wayne Dyer has also evolved through other, other writings and other books in his life. Yeah, I remember that book too. And I'm just wondering how many times has it been republished? I know. <laughs> Must be quite a few. Absolutely. Because, you know, Absolutely. we're going back quite a few years now when that Definitely. first came out. I remember that. Yeah. 
Definitely. <laughs> so, I, so I think, you know, throughout life, we do bump into various resources and various uh, healing modalities and various writers and inspirations. And even your podcast is, is extremely inspirational. I love your podcast and how you're able to really offer great advice through your interviews and through other people and your own monologues that really are very creative and hitting the heart of how to really improve life. Mm. So Jade, let's just switch context for a moment. We're both podcasters. So I would really love to hear about what you're enjoying about podcasting. You know, podcasting at first for me was very almost debilitating because I wasn't used to really expressing myself to a microphone. I'm used to expressing myself to an audience, you know, to a coachee that there would be interaction one way or another. But to really have a podcast and speak to a microphone, it was a little and daunting. But to interview people such as yourself and other amazing individuals, it really was a lot. It became a lot more fun. How has your experience been? Oh, look, the same. I mean, I thought me podcasting, who'd (laughs) want to hear me? But I do know that I have a lot of people that I would just love to engage with, like you and many, many others. And so, you know, I found some fabulous people that I can connect with and talk to. And these relationships have been developing through this podcasting community. I mean, you and I are an example of that. I'm finding that I'm able to attract new audiences. Mm-hmm. It's really important to me to create a product that my guests are proud of and want to share So it helps their body of work and helps their connections with their audiences and to people that they're trying to reach. And in doing that, you know, I'm I'm developing myself in that. So it's just been a very enriching experience. Absolutely. And it's tremendous. There's tremendous independence and freedom and a freedom of expression, which is what we all need more of to be to feel free to express ourselves, our ideas, our thoughts and share with the world. And this is a wonderful way to do that. Jade, this is a perfect segue for me to invite you to give our listeners three positivity strategies. You know, I have a positivity lens activity segment each week, and I'd love for you to suggest three strategies for our listeners. Well, thank you for asking that question, Robin. And I think one of the first things that I would advise people to really kind of take a look at within their own lives is, are they creating and living the life that they truly desire in their heart? Take a look on on how you feel when you wake up in the morning and go through your day. Is it rewarding? Can you... Can you not wait to jump out of bed and get your day started? Are you feeling more that, hmm, you know, I could start my own business, but I'm not good enough. I'm not smart enough. I'm not. Are are you holding yourself back? That's one thing to take a look at. And be honest with yourself because you absolutely are capable of creating the life you desire. Hands down, I stake my life on it for you and everyone out there. So take a look at what you truly want in life and how you really feel about the current life you're living and see if any changes are in order for you. Because happiness and joy are number one. And if you're not living a joyful life, you need to find the way that will get you there. Number two is... Our fears are not real, meaning this, our emotional fears are real. 
However, what we base our fears on are not real. And that means this. If there is a fear inside of us that is stopping us from taking action towards something we want, and that means get going out of our comfort zone, then that fear is based on something that is not true. Meaning, for one thing, you are capable of doing it and you are good enough. But if you don't believe that, there is a subconscious thought or belief that is telling you that, and that's the ego. So your ego tries to keep things the same, but if you keep things the same, you'll get more of what you already have, which you don't want. Mm -hmm. Therefore, understand that if there is a fear that's stopping you, look at that fear, know it's not real, and move past it and go after what you want Mm -hmm. and take the actions required to get what you want. The third thing I would absolutely suggest is... Always put positive thoughts, energy, learning, books, people into your life. That's great. And I think it is about surround yourself with positive people, positive actions. You know, you're moving away from things that pull you back or pull you down or keep you in that environment that is not serving you, in that old belief system that you have about yourself, as opposed to attracting, if you will, the things that you that will support you as you move towards the life that you really wanted to create for yourself. Absolutely. Mm. And when you when you focus on the positive things in your life, you'll attract more positive things to be positive about. The more grateful you are and the more gratitude energy you put out, the more things you will attract into your life that you could be more grateful for. And that includes the opportunities that come to you for you to take action that'll help you get to where you want to go. Yeah. You know, so I think always put within you, around you, positive people, positive information, read books, go to seminars, listen to the Positivity Strategist podcast, you know, and really bring into your being positive energy that will change your emotions, your feelings, your possibility thinking, Mm -hmm. and move it to a higher level. And that's really, really important. Well, that's a beautiful thing to end on. And I do have on the show notes page for this episode, Jade, all the links to your website. So perhaps you could just say out loud for us your website so people can go directly to you if they're not on the show notes page, but they are listening. Oh, that's amazing. Thank you so much for asking me. My website is jadeinspiration.com and my podcast is Right on Baby Podcast, The Inner Growth Show. Beautiful. And there's also your Twitter and your LinkedIn and your Facebook links on our show notes page and that's positivitystrategist.com slash PS24. Jade, thank you so much for this conversation today and I'm looking forward to continuing our relationship. Me too. You are an inspiration to me, Robin. I love you to death and I am so grateful to have you in my life. This week's Positivity Lens activity, which I encourage you to download on the show notes page of this episode, positivitystrategist.com slash PS24, is to invite you to think about how you're inspiring yourself. Number one, what are you actively doing to create your best life? Are you experiencing happiness and joy? Number two, what fears might be holding you back? Here's a hint. It's about your limiting beliefs and your ego keeping you small. Number three, what's your internal dialogue? How do you talk to yourself and what do you say? 
And number four, remember to increase the positive influences in your life. You need to surround yourself with positive resources, people, books, apps, movies, experiences, scenery. And the more you do that, the more positive influences you'll find. So you can be notified of new episodes by email. Links to all these suggestions are available on positivitystrategist.com forward slash podcast. Thank you for listening and remember what you focus on grows. So grow towards your best. <laughs>